0: Welcome to the recap, the part of our podcast where we recap this week's sermon, and we're doing it right after service today. Dave and I are sitting here. Hi, Dave. Yo. And Steve Rindy, our uh, director. Are you director? No. Coordinator. No. You got to talk. It. No, I'm not. No. He's coordinator <laughs> for facilities. There you go. That's is that it? Okay. Yep. Just an all around good guy. He's an all around great guy, and he <laughs> likes to talk about the Bible. So we're like, hey. You're does. working today. Come on in. Talk about the sermon.
1: Here I am. A little here? nervous, but I'm here.
0: Hey, don't be nervous. Look, yeah. who's, look who's hosting. <laughs> Daniel's not here.
1: <laughs> no awkward questions.
0: Right. Yeah. So uh, Genesis 18. Um, so Dave, why don't you just give us a quick walkthrough of where you went, and we'll go from there.
1: Yeah. So I the, the title of the sermon was uh, The Power of... Promises and patience of God, or something like that. Those three P's in some order. I don't remember quite which order, even five minutes after I just preached. (laughs) But they were three P's. (laughs) But they were there. (laughs) There was good alliteration to be had by all. Um, And then I, so basically, the way I walked through it is I started by just talking about how amazing it is that we have a God, unlike any other God of any other religion, who loves to be with his people, pursues his people, pays for the sins of his people to be with them. Uh, It, It really is pretty stunning when you compare Christianity to other religions, the way other gods stand far off and make demands and motivate with guilt and shame and the way our God draws near and takes our guilt and shame Mm -hmm. to be with us. Uh, So then we saw that in verses one to eight. Verses one to eight are these three guys, one of them being the Lord, the other two being angels, (laughs) showing up and eating uh, a meal with with Abraham. Uh, and I called it a meal of promise because what they do is they come, they eat this meal, they hang out together and then God just reminds him Mm -hmm. of all the promises that he's made to him. Um, and, and I just talked about how God loves to eat meals with his people. Uh, he, he eats a meal with, with Abraham here. Uh, he eats a meal in the Passover with his people. Uh, he eats a meal in the sacrificial system as people bring their sacrifices. They actually eat one of the sacrifices, Uh, Jesus reforms that Passover meal to be a meal about him. And then it talks about us eating the wedding supper of the lamb in the new heavens and new earth when he makes all things new. So God, it shows up in this most basic thing humans have to do, eat and drink. And he spends time with his people and reminds them of his promises. Just the kindness of God Mm -hmm. there. The second point was about how... um, how God shows up and he kind of asks these questions, which is something God often does too. We saw him do it in the garden with Adam and Eve and with Cain and Abel. And he begins to ask these probing questions to get at the heart because as uh, God is talking about his promises to Abraham that in a, in a year he's going to have an offspring, this son named Isaac Sarah's in the tent behind God thinking that God can't see her. And she's laughing to herself and saying, I'm too old. I'm too worn out. I can't do this. And God says why is Sarah laughing and Sarah says what I'm not laughing and God says <laughs> uh, you are laughing I saw you and then he you and, and yeah and then the, and then the question he asks her is is anything too hard for the Lord so he's confronting her unbelief right so I mean part of being a Christian is going believing God's word in ways over what would seem most natural or possible to us and uh, mm-hmm. so God is Revealing her heart of unbelief, so that he can restore her again to the to belief in his promises, and I actually think we we get to see that a little bit later on. Um, mm-hmm. and the last part is these angels and the Lord are going to go to Sodom and Gomorrah. So they took a little lunch break at at Abraham's ranch, and now they're going to head down by the oaks d- of Mamre down down to the big old city. So they're out in the they're out in the country right now, and they're going to head down to the city. And these cities are wicked and evil. And next week, actually, Rick Shank will preach and talk about some of that wickedness and, and evil. Um, and God says he's going to destroy the whole thing um, just, to just uh, turn it into ashes. And we get to see Abraham, who has been, has seen God's power, has seen God's mercy, and been a recipient of God's mercy in so many ways. We get to see him intercede for this wicked people uh, for mercy for them. Um, and he's probably. He's probably interceding for Lot in many ways, who he knows is down there living. Mm-hmm. But he he he's he's interceding for more than that because of the numbers he's working with. Yeah. So, um, he, he doesn't says, say just behalf, just on Lot's behalf. He right. Says, yeah. Right. Right. So he's he's pleading for mercy, um, and we get to see God respond with patience. And God actually, God actually does mercifully spare uh, Lot and some of his family mm-hmm. as they escape out of there. And. He I think I think um we would have seen him spare more had they repented. Yeah. Like in the story of Jonah, where Jonah goes to Nineveh and, you know, Nineveh repents and God says, All right. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's a summary.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Steve, did anything uh stick out to you? Did you have any questions or anything? Dave's um, sitting right here, so you can you can just ask him.
1: No Inquisition I, of your own. Uh oh. Uh no, I just as, as you were preaching, was thinking about um, the timing of God and mm. uh, like the verses you were preaching on this week and mm-hmm. obviously with um, the role being overturned this week, um, that we should be praying for mercy on our country and that we should be praying more for like what you just mentioned, Nineveh sort of repentance mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. opposed to Sodom destruction, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah, I, I just thought it was really timely. Mm. Um, I'm sure other pastors and other congregations throughout this country have had verses they preach this week that seem really fitting as well. Yeah. But this one for us seemed really fitting. Yeah, yep. it's interesting. It's kind of a tale of two cities. Yeah, if you will. Yeah, Nineveh and Sodom and Gomorrah, a tale of three cities. I guess, I guess there's three <laughs> of them there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, th- I, yeah. I mean, one of the one of the things that sometimes is uh, like the n- not as fun part of being a pastor is that you know I never feel like it's my job to you know take a vict- victory lap <laughs> when we get a win over culture. Um, it's my job to pastor our people, yeah. and to press them towards being merciful um, and. And, uh, and the reason I want to do that is actually because I think the the mercy of Christ is what changes everything. Um, God, God's the one who gets scared of judgment, but far be it from us if we're less patient and merciful with other people than God's been with us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> there's these, there's these three guys that show up here at the beginning. And, uh, I remember you and I, um, one day kind of argued for like an hour and I was like, it's the Trinity. I appreciate
1: your humility in this moment, right? Yeah. Now. And yeah. you're
0: like, no, it's not. And I was like, yes, it is. And you're like, no, it's not. And we went back and forth and finally you convinced me. So, but it, <laughs> I mean, why? there are some church fathers who actually think that it is, but why, I mean, why do we, why, why would we say that this probably isn't like the three people of the Trinity?
1: Yeah. I mean, we mentioned two, two reasons before we got started. One would be, there's just a, a stated difference in the reverence that Abraham has towards uh, the Lord. And, and it's, he's referred to as the Lord Yahweh, his name. Mm -hmm. And it's just one person that appears to continue speaking because we see him continue speaking with Abraham after the other two guys leave, mm-hmm. um, and so it seems like this is one person speaking most of the time. And these other two guys leave, he keeps speaking. So it's not like the it's not like a yeah. Uh, what was that called? A, theophany? Uh, no, Not that it is a. It, I mean, it kind of is a. It kind of is a oh, incarnational theophany. Um, well, then I don't know what the thing <laughs> you're talking about is. <laughs> I'm talking about the the plur, the collective, singular. Um, you oh. know where where Yahweh is really referring to all three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We see that happen kind of other places in the Bible, different things, but I don't think that's this. And then I think uh, there's just a, uh, a difference in reverence shown towards this this one compared mm-hmm. to the others too. So yeah, I don't think it's the Trinity, but yeah. I it was, it was sure a fun talk with you a few months ago.
0: Yeah, that was fun.
1: <laughs> and I mean,
0: yeah, the thing that clinched it to me
1: is in, when you get to the
0: beginning of chapter 19, then it says the two angels came to Sodom in the evening. So mm-hmm. the two angels are still there. And the Lord has left, and it says they're angels, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. There's the angel of the Lord, and yeah, yeah you know yeah, they, yeah. We we talked about this long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but
1: but angels can mean messengers. Anyway, yeah. But, uh, so, okay. I don't think you're fully convinced yet, Nick.
0: I am. Okay. I am. I'm just having fun. It just would be
1: more. <laughs> It'd be cooler, more fun. <laughs> right? Yeah. Kind of and that's right when we, ta- we were was talking there. about
0: biblical theology yeah. and yeah. truth on fire. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I was, you know, so you're finding it everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> making the mistakes you warn your students. Against. <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: but only for an hour. That's right. That's <laughs> All, right. right. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks guys. This was fun. See ya. See ya.